Hi, I'm Tom K. Kemp, and welcome to episode one of this actual play session of After the Maestro, a prototype role-playing game about body politic metaphors, hierarchical struggles, and the emancipation of the anatomy. This session of After the Maestro is being hosted by Fanfare Amsterdam as a special edition of their Tete Tete podcast program, and was recorded at Rupert Residency, Lithuania, uh, and is also supported by Radio Orsimadarana at the MKG Hamburg. I'm joined today by Matt Colcahoon, a blogger under the name of Xenogothic. Matt is also the author of books like uh, Egress on Melancholy Morning and Mark Fisher and the editor of the Collected Final Lectures of Mark Fisher. Hi, Matt. Hi, nice to be here. And if people want to read more of your stuff, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, I am uh, on Twitter at Xenogothic, the same on Instagram and Facebook and I think just about everywhere else. And yeah, I'm also at Xenogothic.com. Cool. And I'm also joined by Lucy and Sean from the podcast Weird Signal. Weird Signal is a kind of philosophy, cultural theory, hauntology, horror podcast. Hi, Lucy. Hi. And um, yeah, if people want to listen to Weird Signal, where should they go? Uh, so we're on Twitter at uh, at Weird Signal Pod, and it's spelled W-Y-R-D, uh, just to bear in mind. Uh, but if you just search Weird Signal, it should come up. We're the ones in caps lock with the underscore between weird and signal. Um, not that there's any others to my to my knowledge, but we're also on SoundCloud and we are going through uh, Apple iTunes, so it should come up on any kind of like podcasting device. Uh, we're on Stitcher as well. And finally, I'm joined by Sean. Hello. Sean not only is the host of Weird Signal, but also has a uh, podcast with Matt Colcahoon, on uh, Deleuze and Guattari, it's called Buddies Without Organs. Um, so we've kind of got a Venn diagram of podcasters here. And not only does Sean appear on Weird Signal and Buddies Without Organs, he uh, also has two of his own podcasts, Deep Status and The Reeve Report. Yeah, not all of which are, strictly speaking, active, but do in a certain sense the word exist, yes. Uh, I do Buddies Without Organs with Matt and with uh, Corey J. White. And uh, I do Weird Signal with Lucy. And Matt that one time. And we had Matt on, that, which yeah, is how I, I had, know that was... We had uh, <laughs> Matt uh, was uh, a guest to talk about uh, Hannibal and Bataille and all things related and adjacent thereof. So if you as a listener are unfamiliar with what I mean by actual play, this is a kind of podcast where you listen to people playing a game together, a role playing game. And that game generates a story. So the four of us are going to tell a story together using the After the Maestro game. The game is kind of there to give us prompts, to give us challenges and to generally make the narrative unpredictable. So yeah, you'll be listening to us playing, figuring out what happens next in the narrative. And um, yeah, we don't really know where the story is going to end up. We've done some prep and worked out some background. Uh, but beyond that, you're you're kind of along with us as we play to find out what happens. So speaking of storytelling, After the Maestro is a game set within an anthropomorphized anatomy. So that's like a depiction of the human body as this vast industrial megacity populated by thousands upon thousands of cellular or microscopic workers who keep it running. So typically in these analogies, the red blood cells are miners or Amazon delivery workers, or the white blood cells, the immune system are police or a security force. And the brain is often scientists or kind of researchers. You might recognize this trope from a series of animations, starting with 
the 1980s cartoon Once Upon a Time Life, which I used to have to watch in biology class, and then the 2001 Farrelly Brothers film Osmosis Jones, and the contemporary anime series Cells at Work. The game After the Maestro deconstructs this premise and its, its kind of political metaphors. We're going to be telling a story set inside uh, the human body, which we're calling the city for narrative purposes, but crucially, our narrative takes place after some kind of emancipation has taken place within the city. So the maestro, uh, which is kind of represents the vital force or organizing force of the body, has been overthrown. And in his place, the four of us are going to be taking the roles of systems, which are parts of the anatomy or, or groups of organisms who are trying to maintain the city and keep it running, deal with crises, etc., all without the maestro's help and without any kind of biological hierarchy. Um, so we've all already decided on our characters, which in After the Maestro are known as systems. And so we'll introduce them to you now. I think we'll start with Sean. Okay. The system I am playing as is uh, the relay, um, which is the central nervous system, including uh, the uh, pituitary glands, the fascia, uh, the peripheral nervous system. But uh, the component, uh, the organ of the relay that I am specifically playing as is the pineal gland. And the uh, the pineal gland is the uh reg is the sleep regulating uh gland. Uh, it has, so although it is uh, buried deep within the the brain, it does have uh sort of like optical sensors. So like the the motivation, so to speak, here is uh, the pineal gland has sort of always been sort of like working in the shadows, so to speak. Uh, but wants to uh in this new situation without the maestro, kind of wants to push itself forward a little bit uh and try to sort of like gain more uh authority for itself okay so if we had like one shot or visual depiction of what the pineal gland would look like as an area or like a group of people uh what do you think that would be like uh very much uh a kind of smoke filled room kind of vibe you know sort of like a wood paneled <laughs> room filled with tobacco smoke and uh gray men in business suits uh watching a uh, or what's, what's the line watching a film of the kennedy assassination from an angle you've never seen it from before you know i'm i'm leaning into pineal gland as third eye as eye in the pyramid shadow operator here fantastic yeah <laughs> I'm imagining the the angle that they've the the, the angle that they've seen that they, of the Kennedy assassination you've never seen before is the first person angle. That's... <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a very short game. Um, great. So moving on from Sean as the pineal gland, uh, Lucy, would you like to introduce your slightly complicatedly named? Um, I promise yeah. I'll remember. <laughs> Uh, system. So yes, I am uh, in the person of Toxoplasma gondii, uh, which is a parasite representing part of the city's non-citizen uh, kind of non-human organic life population. And essentially, um, I have a sort of a particular kind of relationship to uh the well uh to both i think the relay and external affairs who are the kind of like external information processing uh part of the city but basically i see my role as being to facilitate the decision making capacity of uh various parts of the city uh by supplying additional information which may be of uh dubious credibility uh, but it's my my uh, 
it's it's within my grasp to kind of like I don't know, um, accentuate the credibility of the information uh, being perceived. And essentially, I don't know. I see like um, I don't see myself as someone who necessarily wants to control things, but I see the uh, the body, well, the city, and myself having something of a shared agenda, uh, which I uh, like to kind of massage in my own way by creating various impressions to help. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, to help guide things towards like kind of my interests, which are really kind of like bringing the city in contact with other cities, which may either uh, be host to more of my kin or allow me to to kind of I don't know spread my my kind of intercity nexus of uh, fellow plasmagondii. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> And the Toxoplasmagondii, just for people at home, uh, that's it's, the... It's the crazy cat lady parasite. Yeah, the crazy cat lady yeah. uh, parasite. It, uh, so yeah, for uh, in kind of biological terms, it's something that's kind of... It has a habit of working its way up the food chain. I think kind of there's some uh, aspects of it which have slipped into myth, others which are kind of rooted in pretty good data. But basically, I think the idea is that it kind of like messes with mice and rat brains to makes them no longer really scared of predators. Uh, so they'll kind of like just run at a cat and get devoured. And then the plasmagondii can jump aboard ship to the cat. Uh, but they also have a habit of uh, jumping ship to humans. And some of the effects that they're able to uh, wreak on mice and rats are transferred to humans and can cause some kind of erratic, irresponsible behavior or remove certain fears or phobias. Um, I think there's some data on like the numbers of kind of like motorcycle crash victims or uh people who um who take up uh pursuits such as like climbing very tall things um have a higher prevalence of potential toxoplasmagondii parasitation but yeah so that's that's um <laughs> in layman's terms that's crazy cat lady syndrome yeah and again like with sean um just to get a visual idea of what what you look like as a place or as a group of people um yeah i guess you're distributed all throughout the city or are you all grouped in one mass together um we tend to hang around the nervous system uh so kind of like the bits where uh so not directly with kind of external affairs which is kind of like sensory organs and things but uh maybe kind of stopping people at doorways between kind of like eyes and brain uh or like around the spine and maybe around certain bits of the brain I guess is where we tend to hang out. I'm kind of imagining you, Lucy, as uh, someone on the street corner, like handing out like um, the leaflet, you know, <laughs> sort of like uh, that. That it contains sort of like a, a heady mixture of uh, information and disinformation. Yeah, messages of caution but hope, but also you know, I I have a fair kind of like opportunistic confidence in my convictions to various ends and i have a lot of convictions great um maybe we can go on to matt yes um i am playing as part of the mnr which is the maintenance and reproduction as part of the the mnr uh i am within the sex organs and i am playing spermatozoa um which i suppose doesn't need too much explanation um i think uh, the sperm cell, or the, the motile sperm cell um, uh, that joins an ovum to form a zygote, so says Wikipedia. Um, uh, I guess one of the, the primary uh, male cell for sexual reproduction. 
Um, in in the city, um, I'm imagining the 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 uh, the spermatozoa are a kind of, I suppose, quite a, a young brigade of of, uh, of of wannabe explorers who um, whose job is to uh, go out and uh, colonize other lands, founding new settlements, and giving rise to future cities. Um, however, there is dissent brewing amongst some of their members. Um, because they don't actually have too much of a impact on the wider system as a whole, uh, on the city as a whole, um, and they're also sort of uh, those that do go forth and explore other places are banished outright and can't return. Um, so in their this is this this kind of a uh, tension in their very existence is, is producing a kind of uh, disenfranchisement um, that is leading to an odd sort of reflexive impotence among the young. Uh, spermatozoa um i think that the the yeah I'm, I'm interested to kind of explore how they deal with maybe their own isolation i suppose within the city and see how they come to relate to um to other parts and uh especially uh areas like the pineal gland i'm curious to see what relationship might develop there between myself and sean <laughs> Because the two of you kind of have opposing ambitions, right? Like you both think that you are the ones who should be the rightful rulers of the city. Uh, yes, yes, indeed. Yeah, I think the spermatozoa are very are slightly naive in that regard, but they also feel the same way. <laughs> and uh, so for the listener, again, um, when they're thinking of the spermatozoa, um, which is a very brave choice to have made, Matt. <laughs> May it come um, to regret it. Like, what is their visual aspect? What's the scene they could be in? Or, or where do they hang out? What do you think? I think they are... They're a bit shady. They're sort of dwelling in the in the basement, as it were. Um, not entirely sure of uh, of themselves, of their purpose. Maybe, um, maybe a bit aimless until they do go forth and um, try to uh, discover new lands. Yeah, I kind of I'm just imagining them as sort of slightly disenfranchised teenagers <laughs> <laughs> hanging out in the lower like kind of lower concrete depths. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Um uh and, and I suppose just milling around. Um I guess <laughs> that I guess it's it, it's it's something that I've never really thought about before what how sperm what sperm so do do within the body beyond their main purpose. And I suppose it's in, it'll be interesting to see how what even what they're capable of, I suppose, beyond lurking down in the depths, and um, yeah, I guess it's we will see how they develop. <laughs> okay, great. Do you want to tell us who uh, who you're playing as, uh, Tom? Uh, yes, thank you for inviting me to do so. That's okay. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm going to be playing as a group of citizens from Circulation, in this case, the Heart. Um, no one's actually played as the Heart in any of my sessions before, so I thought I could try it out here. Uh, in terms of labour, the heart is obviously responsible for transportation and distribution of people and resources around the city. It's a lot of responsibility. It's constant work. I did some reading up about the heart and I found this really nice thing about the popular conception of it being this series of pumps and valves and pipes. Uh, but actually a more accurate sort of material description would be like this towel that's being soaked and wrung out again and, and soaked and wrung out again. So... I thought about the heart being a place that's repeatedly flooding and draining, flooding and draining, which made me think about like Venice uh, and the Aqua Alta or the high water 
that uh, got really extreme back in in 2019 um when when basically the whole city floods uh and i was also thinking about kind of pre-modern western conceptions of the heart as this center of agency in the body so like rather than the brain this was the place where one's true intentions and willpower lay uh and then obviously when there were developments in anatomical theory um these kind of demoted the heart to this far less metaphysical and much more material pumping mechanism and and kind of placed the brain as as the sovereign of the body so yeah i was thinking uh, all of those things would be interesting to consider in terms of depicting or thinking through the heart as like a place and as a group of people and so i started thinking about what if the heart was like this old intricate trading port city like a venice or like an istanbul uh which once had a lot of power and but all of these old buildings this old city has been completely covered up by a, this sort of gleaming efficient port facility that's been built on top of it so this this uh much older conception of the heart is completely submerged under the water level and then yeah there would be a lot of boats complicated canals people wearing waders this this dock worker vibe um and then this next part perhaps connects on to something else we'll be discussing which is like what exactly happened in the city during our successful emancipation but i imagine that as part of the emancipation and our overthrow of the maestro uh the kind of perpetual flooding and draining of the heart this this um the flow of resources in the heart was stopped by its citizens as a form of strike and in that stopping the water level has sunk so low that it's revealed all of this far older mysterious architecture for the first time in a long time which has all of these indications of function beyond just transit and distribution there are ancient church like buildings or or kind of meeting halls uh yeah and so i think i think the desire of the citizens of the heart during this new post maestro period is really the pursuit of knowledge to research the ruins of the dry heart to figure out what's happened here and and i suppose there's a debate within the citizens of the heart about whether that can be found by looking inwards deeper further into the ruins or whether that's about looking outwards and acting and finding context for for what the heart could be now so yeah as i mentioned uh the current understanding that we have worked out about how the emancipation in the city happened is that there was this plan a kind of conspiratorial plan hatched by the pineal gland and then made far more reckless and extreme by the toxoplasma gondii which involved the citizens of the heart going on strike in order to bargain for more power from the maestro uh but yeah because of the influence of the toxoplasma gondii this strike action was taken to uh a far to far more this strike action was taken to far more of an extreme than the pineal gland had hoped for so uh the heart ended up being completely shut down completely dried out So yeah the instant existential threat that this posed to the city caused the maestro to resign and disappear and so the result was both far more effective and far more rapid than anybody involved in the plan expected. So now we've introduced all of our systems that we'll be playing as normally we would then go into like the relationships between those systems but we've kind of already done that um in this case right? I think we sporadically touched on them. Yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. Um I think that the only thing that didn't come up is that uh in the previous meeting Matt uh you mentioned this thing with the spermatozoa being like jealous or envious of the heart because 
the heart was able to have this more sustained relationship with other cities or, or other hearts is something like that right yeah um yeah i feel like the uh the i think it's just part of the, the the challenge of 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 how sperms as ever play into this whole scenario because they, if they are quite isolated but i imagine that there's yeah there's some maybe relationship with the pineal gland but also yeah jealousy of the heart that the heart can reach out to or has maybe more of a what's the word like uh retains certain connections to its two other cities that the, that the sperm sower cannot for both biological and moral reasons um and i guess suppose but also as by the same token maybe has a certain superiority complex regarding the 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 uh the, the gondii in that i think the gondii can only reproduce in in cats is that right i, I think that's what i read in Wikipedia <laughs> anyway yeah i mean i'll go with that yeah <laughs> Uh, uh, that would make sense. Uh, like, yeah. yeah, that part of the, that level of the chain. Yeah, here it's kind of like, here's sort of like the, these are the Gondii that have made it, but um, there's still work to be done. It's quite interesting if they can't uh, reproduce within this city and they're going to have to find another way of behaving or or like, yeah. Well, I suppose that's part of it, right? Maybe it's like... Um... Uh, that, that seems to be what's really interesting about them as like a biological phenomenon. If they if they have a similar effect on both like rats and people, and the the median ground is crazy cat person, <laughs> the, the every, whichever whether you're whether you're the top of the food chain or the bottom of the food chain, the gondii just pull you towards cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's the gravity of cats. Yeah, cats is uh... the common currency. Common ground. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Okay, so I think we're ready to play. Um, for the listener at home, you don't really need to know the rules to the After the Maestro game to follow along. Uh, but it's good to know that we, as a group of four players, as four systems, are going to be facing a series of crises that are affecting the city. And in order to deal with them, we'll be using certain cards, uh, taking actions, rolling dice to determine the outcome of those actions, and dealing and negotiating with other parts of the body or the city and finding out what they need from us in order to help. I'll explain things as necessary as we go along, but the game is really just there to help us tell the story today, so don't worry if you're not keeping track of dice or anything like that. It, it's not that important. So it's day one of the new organisation of the city without the maestro, and we have a crisis to attend to. The crisis on the first day of the game is always the same. Um, so here's the brief, which we then need to interpret together. I'll read it now. The city has been holding its breath. There has been a period of rumour, silence or chaos, which your systems now aim to put at rest. How do you establish to the rest of your city that your systems have begun to cooperate and run things? You might take action to hold a public ceremony, make a show of force, undo something of the maestros, or resolve a structural problem caused by the emancipation. So I think in our case, clearly this shift, this transition has happened very, very fast and, and, and quite chaotically, I'm imagining. Um, I can imagine that the sun is rising on this once bustling, constantly moving waterway of the heart, uh, which is now completely still. Boats are stranded or jammed in canals. And um, yeah, all of this kind of like shining wet, sub-architecture is being revealed as, as all of the water drains out of the heart. Um, 
But I'm wondering what the knock-on consequences are for the rest of the city. What are the effects on other citizens? Ah. Uh, yeah, what do, what do we think? My intuition would be that like things start like you know, people keep doing their jobs but they're sort of aware that something's not right and possibly like things start to kind of unravel more gradually and then i don't know like there may be some degree of panic sets in as um as kind of maybe instructions stop coming or things stop being information stop circulating as it should um but yeah like people maybe forget what their objectives are or start to come around to the idea that like they suddenly have slightly more autonomy than they once did. I imagine that the, the spermatozoa are, are particularly sensitive to the body's blood flow and keep an eye on um, <laughs> when they might be needed, using that as a sign of... Uh, uh, I imagine it's a sort of, some sort of green light. Um, and I'm, I imagine a lack of... Uh, the slowing of blood flow would be uh, certainly something to make them panic. Um, even if they may sort of feel quite removed from the reasons why, with the uh, pineal gland, because uh, I thought I thought a little bit more about it in terms of sort of like human terms, what it would be. So, and I because as it's part of the relay, which is kind of like the media information system, uh, I and as the pineal gland, you know, acts to regulate sleep and thus dreaming uh i i sort of like i've interpreted it that uh the pineal gland is kind of like deals with like the actual like uh information infrastructure you know the actual sort of like maintenance of the systems of information distribution around the city so obviously you know um the uh situation now where there is this kind of like this growing uh panic because uh the, you know, the blood has stopped uh flowing and as as loose you put it you know information has stopped coming down from above uh, I think maybe the pineal gland is starting to wonder if this isn't their moment because they are have like such uh, influence over how the actual maintenance of the dis- the maintenance of distribution of information actually works that uh, maybe that maybe that maybe sort of what we're thinking at least you know us in our smoke filled room uh, is sort of like maybe this yeah, this is when we can start to sort of like really really try and uh, write the story for ourselves. What I'm saying is I'm, I'm Amazon Web Services, you know, like that, that, that's how it is. <laughs> yeah, it would be like, yeah, it would be like gradually things just stop turning up on time or like slowly the system and its cogs slowly spiral out of control. Like, I guess the whole city is very much like a just-in-time delivery service, right? And and things slowly start to spin out and scarcities become more evident and um yeah that might be a time for the pineal gland to step in so are you suggesting that you are going to make an action to declare that you are in charge now or trust or... in the gland yes <laughs> <laughs> um, does anyone have another proposal or do people think they would support that I think, uh, well, my kind of like roll up until this point has been to try and keep a low profile. So my immediate concern would be just to kind of like, yeah, continue keeping a low profile. But like, I think at this point, it's like the realization is gradually dawning that I need to clarify what my function is. I guess I'm an affiliate of the maestro in some capacity, but um, God, I realize I'm t- just turning into Q. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just the plan. I mean, like we've, I'm going to side with the pineal gland and say, yeah, this this plan sounds pretty good. And um, I think I think we should just like, you know, try and try and go with it as much as possible because uh, we're all pretty reasonable organs. 
I think that I mean I imagine that in my in my um, perhaps tension and slight rivalry with the pineal gland, they'll be not entirely on board. But I feel like because the pineal gland is in the brain, I'm at the other end of the city. The pineal gland's got the got the upper hand here, um, and is certainly better better um, placed to yeah act. Whereas I don't know. I don't think. I think the spermatozoa want to do something, but as is their kind of problem, they don't know how to go about anything that's internal to the city just yet. Um, so I imagine they will reluctantly go along with the pineal glands plan once the details of it have at least reached them. I imagine that's part of the issue is that the the pineal glands has like a temporarily has a has a head start here. <laughs> I suppose at this point. It- it's also going to be kind of like a moment of kind of sudden doubt for a lot of citizens of the of the city that many may have been under the impression that the the pineal gland and the maestro were pretty much the same thing, um, and that like the the finer points of distinction between them were um, perhaps like not really scrutinized to a to a yeah. Wide I think I was always kind of like a secondary partner to the maestro, and hence you know working working against him wanting to sort of like be the actual sort of like driving force uh i ha- i think i have an i think i know what action uh i want to uh perform actually in this situation uh where, where i'm thinking that um because you know the mo like what's happening right now is the city is in crisis you know it, 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 there is like chaos has like started to erupt as you know it's becoming increasingly obvious that you know the system isn't actually coordinating and i think what what the pineal gland wants to do right now is just hit the sleep button you know just sort of like the only way just the only way to stop the city from like thrashing about and damaging itself is you know for for for, the new order in its beneficence to simply you know, essentially, kind of like I imagine it's almost like martial law. You know, just sort of like total cessation of all activity immediately. Uh, while we, uh, why uh, while us in charge, this sort of like what's the what what's the triumph for a reform? Uh, a quad a quad quadravite. Uh, I shall I shall coin it while while us while while the quadravite, um, gets things together and starts to sort of like thrash out what the new system is actually going to be like so do i do i roll for that yeah so for the listener at home sean or the pineal gland is going to make an action roll to see how well they can execute their plan of putting the city to sleep the higher number that he rolls the better dice in this game represent the amount of resources or people or energy that a system is putting into an action and he can choose how many dice to commit to this action. And as he always picks the highest result, his chances improve with the more dice that he uses. Uh, and so now he's going to choose how many of those dice to commit. He'll get a free dice because he's using the intended function of the pineal gland, which is to um, regulate sleep in the city. And other players can also contribute if it makes sense to fictionally. However, all the dice he uses are consumed, they're used up. And if anyone uses up all of their dice, they're unable to complete homeostasis and they will enter collapse, which is not good. Okay, so I have, to be clear, I've got three dice plus my function dice. Yeah, exactly. Okay, cool. Um, I think just in terms of what people in the heart are thinking about, I feel like people there are pretty on board with the sleep thing because we've just, yeah, we've just revealed a lot of stuff is going on and it would be good to have some time where the heart isn't functioning to take a look at all of that so 
we can definitely help in terms of distributing that message for sure. Uh, and as as uh, Luce, you were a part of sort of like the unofficial, you know, um, 4chan branch of the new order. Yeah, where do you stand with this? Do you want to sort of like, uh, do, do you think you'd be helping sort of like spread the message that, you know, trust the plan all as well? Um, yeah, I think kind of, uh, I would I would take that official line, but start kind of maybe adding a certain layer of interpretation as to why this should be trusted. Uh, and um, given kind of your role up until this point as a kind of, I guess, a sort of specialized functionary that uh, whatever it is you are doing, it is done with the kind of maximum of um, experience and expertise, which is now being applied that was always, you know, which the, the maestro always relied on in the first place. So this is kind of, you might as well be the maestro because you're doing what uh, you would have set out as the kind of the norms, the kind of pathways that the maestro tends to operate through uh, when administering the city. And yeah, I guess like I would just sort of, I would go around and just like, I don't know, set myself as a citizen educator explaining that this is, <laughs> that's that's how it works and that's why you're suddenly in command and um yeah just insinuate my way in that way <laughs> and and also like i'm i'm just yeah i'm being i'm being a responsible citizen in doing so but i don't know i'm, I'm sort of keeping an ear out for how i may want to sort of like put my own spin on these things but as it stands like this this is a, a situation amenable to me so sean or the pineal gland i can i think i can definitely give you a dice to help with the plan so I will um, check. So I've got a. So do I have to use my function dice, or is that like the one I have to keep to uh, one side? Uh, you, it's for free, so okay, you can use cool. it if it so applies I, to I, the roll, and then you don't delete it afterwards. You just get it back. It's a free one. Okay. So what I'll do then is I will uh, take your dice, and I'll have my function dice, and I'm going to add one of my other three dice. So that's three dice in total. Yeah, exactly. So I'll just delete one of those die. Yeah, I'm just deleting one of mine. Are you getting involved at all, Matt, the spermatozoa? Um, I think not for the time being. I'm act I've just been um looking up on how I, mean, I guess what I'm trying to ascertain is how isolated um the spermatozoa are from what's going on at the moment. Because I think that's I mean, unlike the 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 Gondii, they they they're not roaming around the rest of the city. They're kind of stuck where they are, um, but they have probably, I imagine, um, uh, certain communication protocols for you know understanding the rest of the body. Um, but I've just learned <laughs> that there is such a thing as a blood testes barrier um, that I was not aware of before. Um, which is meant to to avoid uh, any sort of toxic um, toxic substances from disrupting spermatogenesis, um, which I imagine is possibly something to maybe keep Gondii at bay, but I think also um, kind of only maybe emphasize. Well, I mean, I suppose that's if the heart has stopped. And circulation is not happening. I imagine this barrier is probably starting to disintegrate. So I don't think there's much I can do at the moment. But I feel like this, how this goes, is there, there's going to be uh, uh, dependent on what can happen later on. 
Okay, so Sean, as the pineal gland, would you like to make this action roll? So I'm assuming it's just... Uh, go, so I've got the dice menu open, then it's D6, then go along to three, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, cool. So you've rolled a one, which would be a failure, a four, which would be a complicated success, and luckily enough, a five, which is an uncomplicated success. Good. So do you go with the highest number that you got out of the dice you rolled? Exactly. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Hooray! <laughs> uh, yeah, so Sean, you succeed the roll. You achieve precisely what you intended to achieve um, uh, with no complications. So yeah, maybe you'd like to tell us what happens. How, why did this work so well? Uh, the pineal gland, the, the, the representatives of the gland uh, appear on public television all of the bill all the all of the electronic billboards all of the media uh channels in the entire city are displaying the same image of a group of uh gray men in gray suits each with a curious lapel button which seems to be in the shape of a of an eye in a triangle appear to explain that all is well all is well and all manner of things shall be well and for the time being while the present crisis is being uh navigated through it is necessary to bring about a temporary cessation on all travel and transit in the city it is necessary to hit pause on all production for a period of seven and a half hours while we of the gland organize the new structure that uh, the city will be operating in and that uh, this will take effect immediately Everything goes dark, everything goes blank, and all the citizens take to their bed and have a peaceful, undisturbed night's sleep as the agents of the gland go around and get everything back into the position it needs to be in for there to be the orderly running of the city on a day-to-day basis. I love agents of the gland so much. <laughs> secret order <laughs> the uh, what's reminds me of is the um the regime of the colonels the um the ultra nationalist um uh, junta that was established in greece in the 60s like they their vocabulary like in their propaganda they used a lot of like medical metaphors and like they referred to the country as uh, a patient in a cast uh that needed to be kept secure and static while they the doctors healed them which is something like tremendously strange and morbid language uh and I, I might i might lean into that a little bit i think there's something quite like deliciously nasty about uh about talking about the body politic in like very very like uh literal like biological terms immediately it's best for me images of um the pinochet era uh sort of like Chicago school uh, economic reforms that were done in the spirit of uh, MK Ultra style shock therapy, but for the economy. Mm. And it just like you had to do it very fast and all at once and don't blink because uh, <laughs> shit's going to get really good very soon. Uh, you just got to, yeah, trust the program. So don't, don't wince as the hypodermic edges towards your eyeball. Yeah. Yeah, we're off to a. <laughs> we're off to an. Intriguing start. I have no idea where this is going to go. Um, okay, so so we succeeded the first crisis. So we received two trust points back. That's a collective resource. 
Um, I'll just add that up here. So yeah, for the people at home, trust points is a point score that helps us understand if the city is holding together or not. If we have positive trust, there's a general sense that things are being managed okay. Uh, and we might have an idea that the city can sustain itself uh, in the future. And if we go into negative trust, there's a chance of the city falling apart altogether because there's nothing binding these systems and these organisms together. And Sean, you receive a dice back uh, for succeeding the crisis, uh, signifying the extension of your agency, I, I guess. Yeah, when, when the, cit when the uh, citizens wake up, they find... Um, all of the you know, emblems of the maestro have been replaced overnight with the eye in the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> so before the end of the day, as it were, I know the city is asleep, but we are in some form in on this plan. So, so feasibly we could be still doing things. Does anyone have a card they want to play? For the listener again, uh, there are cards in the game called development cards, which... Uh, symbolizing things that are happening in the city now that the maestro is is absent and they they kind of can give us advantages and uh help us uh with different roles in the game okay yeah i'm just thinking like i guess this is more setting up the next round but uh i have the option of cronyism which is uh generate a new cohort of your choosing and immediately gain its support um so yeah acquiring the the loyalty of another group of the city what leverage do you have over them I want to establish contact with the External Affairs Department and essentially I want to uh, insinuate myself into their trust to essentially like present myself as the official relay. I can describe myself perhaps as some sort of like independent consulting firm who specializes in exactly this uh, manner of uh, information transference and I'll make sure that like, you know, I'll make sure that, that you know, they have up to date orders and instructions from the new regime and uh, just like get my hat get like first access to whatever sensory data they have coming in from the outside not <laughs> that's within the kind of like mechanics of the game yeah so we can go into how the cohort system works um if i just open the deck and yeah lucy which part of external affairs would you like to get in touch with what part of the body oh, uh i'll go with the eyes you know that seems like uh seems pretty useful um just because it's like, you know, I am concerned about like the survival of the city and maybe if there's an impending threat that I don't necessarily trust the uh, pineal gland to have anticipated, then I can, um, yeah, <laughs> I can maybe like warn people of that. So you as the Gondii, while the city is asleep, are reaching out to the eyes. So we just want to make a little drawing of them on the map somewhere. And we'll decide together a little bit about what the eyes are like as a as a system, as a group of people. So first, Lucy, the Gondii, you would choose what function the eyes have. So you can choose between hazard detection and response or seeking and surveying or something else. And those are the kind of things they can help you with. And then the next player along, which would be Sean, would draw a detail card, which would give us a detail about what the eyes are like as a place, as a group of people. And in this case, uh, they're already on your side because of the card you played, so we don't need to draw a need card. Yeah. In another situation, we might draw a need, which is something the eyes need from us. But in this situation, they're already on your team, so we don't need to do that. Okay, I'm just going to draw an eye. Do I read out the uh, detail card? Yes. There are extraordinarily beautiful views from this district. What are they of? Uh, and I think, well, I think 
uh, is, is it me who decides this? Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I think well, what the view is of is of the outside of a capital O, right? Of of the ever-shifting uh, great cosmos that lies outside of the city. Yeah, that, I think that's perfect. I mean, it's funny how the cards turn out that way. There are amazing views from the eyes looking to the outside of the city. Uh, and they're now under the control of the Toxoplasma gondii. Yeah, so in future roles, Lucy, you get to basically use the abilities of the eyes uh, like your own function dice. You get an extra dice um, with any role that involves what the eyes can do for you. And so, yeah, are you more into hazard detection and response or seeking and surveying for the eyes? Uh... Let's go seeking and survey because I imagine like it actually right now has a detection response. I think it's pretty vital at this, like more important at this point. Okay, cool. Matt and the spermatozoa, how are you doing? Is there anything you feel like doing before the next round? Um, <clears throat> I think not. I think um, I think we'll see see how things pan out for now. Okay. Um, though I think there will be developments very soon. <laughs> well, I think in that case, I'm going to play one card, which I think relates to you, Matt. And what you were just saying, I have, um, I'm going to spend one dice to play this neighbor card. Now unrestricted, citizens at the border of my system are meeting and mixing with another group of citizens. Who are they and what's happening? So yeah, I think uh, relating to what you were just saying, Matt, I think this uh, this border between the blood channels and the, the testes channels is starting to break down and we're able to start intermingling. And I think what's happening is that I am taking some of your citizens into these now revealed chambers of the heart to show these these sunken ruins and trying to uh, i guess if you're like these listless teenagers it might be a bit like taking your kids around a museum or something <laughs> um so you could tell me how interested they are in this um but i think yeah i'm trying to kind of spark an interest in the history of the city and to your citizens and maybe that makes sense in terms of the problems that your citizens have in terms of like internality and externality yeah i think so um and yeah that increases trust uh representing that we're like getting on yeah that's great yeah i think that that's the i think what you were saying before too about how the, the well the, the, that understanding of the heart as being like that source of agency um i think this could be yeah a very inspiring time for the young spermatozoa <laughs> feel a bit impotent yeah just bussing them in, bussing them. No, actually, it's not that many. It's probably just like one or two. No, I'm just. It's uh, um, as 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 I kind of try to think about all the, the what could happen next as this kind of starts to progress. I feel like I'm in like a weird click hole of um, of of just spermatozoa scientific journal papers, and <laughs> I've got so many strange tabs open. <laughs> it's gonna really change your um targeted ads. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> I'm just gonna get nothing but little blue pills. I think for a long time afterwards. I guess because it's early days, it's sort of um. Uh, 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 what well, I guess it's 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 shifting this. I'm also kind of imagining that. I mean, uh, it it was. I've been thinking about you. What you were saying about Osmosis Jones for a while since we like first spoke. Because I remember loving that film as a kid, and I'd never quite thought about all the weird political things inside of it. But there is this sense that. The, the, this this freedom that the emancipation kind of affords that whereas it's kind of a struggle to imagine spermatozoa hitching a ride to anywhere else in the body but what they would do if that was possible is kind of like um 
there's a certain anxiety in the freedom, I think, of, of actually knowing what they could even sort of go on to do. Um, but I feel like that's probably true for all of it. It's kind of, it's strange to think about these these things that we have very fixed ideas about suddenly starting to roam free, which I guess it sort of feels relevant to uh, Sean and I talking about bodies without organs on our podcast, that uh, what happens to the body when or- when it's, its very organisation is no longer um, strictly... Um, what's the word like um defined because um, um and i remember i can't although i can't quite remember the details of it now but uh you know deleuze and guattari do um in uh how to make yourself a body without organs you know they, they refer to the organism as the judgment of god which you know, obviously is the uh, very thing they're not very keen on you know and how they do want to uh you know the, the the movement toward uh the body without organs is the movement it is you know, it is the movement of the of the stratification of uh allowing allowing uh lines of flight and lines of of uh I'll, I'll, actually I'll, I'll use i will use the word intercourse in the multi the multivalence sense senses of that word has to which which can be productive and it can also be you know destructive you know this is the the thing that uh yeah this is the 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 warning that they do give in that in that plateau is that there's no guarantee that the movement that for deterritorializing these stratifying movement towards the body without organs won't result in the fascism there's no guarantee of of that like it it is a it's a risky dangerous business which can kill you and everyone around you um um, yeah, well, I suppose that <clears throat> I like this idea that this, if this, this, this blood testes barrier is broken down, a few of the spermatozoa have, have broken free and found themselves exploring the ruins of the heart. Um, I imagine that there's this, there's a certain, I, think, I feel like this only increases the tension in a lot of ways between um, how the spermatozoa have come to see themselves. Um, the, the, whilst I imagine that exp- for those of them that go to explore the heart might find themselves inspired by this sort of monument or ruin of agency, they nonetheless maybe see themselves slightly reflected in that sort of disaster zone, that it's precisely how they see themselves as, as, as maybe not having as much agency as they would desire. Um, and I kind of feel like that maybe there's this... Um, Though they are part of maintenance and repair, one thing that's kind of come up time and again in in doing well in in sort of doing this research as kind of as as we go along, but seeing where the different Wikipedia references will take me to strange scientific journals, there's this there is this interesting um, this interesting relationship between DNA damage and spermatozoa before they've kind of before fertilization essentially. So if if a so sperm sperm so that are damaged can be healed sort of through that very process of fertilization but um are kind of very susceptible otherwise to these sort of strange um well to well to lifestyle changes environmental or occupational hazards is, is kind of what is sort of thrown up um and I guess that could be anything in this context, but I guess what I'm trying to say is whilst sperm so are part of maintenance and, and uh, reproduction they're actually very susceptible to damage. And now that this protective barrier between them has started to dissolve, some of them have gone out and sort of done a recce. I imagine that they will, yeah, start to kind of um, recoil and maybe try and fortify themselves now that this barrier, this protective barrier has kind of started to fade away. Yeah, I think it's interesting to think about how vulnerable they must feel, but also how in turn 
how vulnerable they're probably making other places in the city feel. But let's see if that uh, comes up later when we find out more about what's going on in the body. So, yeah, at the end of the first day, no one's run out of dice, so nobody goes into collapse. We each get a new dice and a new development card. And, yeah, we finished the first day. We've solved the first crisis. We've successfully put the city to sleep, thanks to the efforts of the Toxoplasma gondii and the pituitary gland. The gondii has also taken an influential position over the eyes and visual cortex. And the spermatozoa and the heart have begun to intermingle. Um... So I think night falls across the city and, and while we have yet to fix any of the structural problems in the city, at least for tonight, there's there's an unusual peace and, and emptiness um, in the streets of the city with only a few individual citizens from our various systems moving throughout the darkened, the darkened city, the darkened streets. Okay, so uh, everybody ready for the next day? So from, from here on out, we get a choice of crises. And for day two, I think this one makes the most sense. Um, it's called General Strike. I'll, I'll read it out. A cohort of MNR workers are pushing for more change by withholding essential labor from the city, causing huge structural impact. What are they withholding and how do citizens experience this? Make a new MNR cohort with a need card. We might first take action to solve the short-term impacts by redirecting resources of, or labor or repair structural damage. We might then take action to meet the cohort's need or find a way of circumventing them entirely. So what do we think makes sense here? Like as part of MNR, maintenance and reproduction, we can choose from the sex organs, that's you already, Matt, uh, the platelets, the pancreas, um, Perhaps if the heart is still not working and, and the bloodstream is starting to be populated with spermatozoa, um, perhaps it's citizens of the pancreas that have gone on strike. Um, yeah, what, what do we think is happening? I'm just doing a quick Google of what a pancreas does. <laughs> it says regulating blood sugars. Yeah, it regulates um, like chemicals and uh, like sugars in the blood. So, yeah. so that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think pancreas sounds like a good bet. Um, the pan I imagine the pancreas being slightly um, disturbed by the presence of spermatozoa in the blood, um, and yeah, it, it would be joining in a kind of the, the spermatozoa is freaked out by its new freedom inside the city rather than outside, and the pancreas is probably just as troubled by that. So they kind of yeah fortify themselves against each other, or or rather together. I mean against um, against their both of them are disturbed by the other's freedom maybe or yeah i think it makes sense if the pancreas goes on strike and that means i suppose that the blood is becoming more and more contaminated that's probably the the structural effect that's happening so like we did with the eyes if we go around so if matt wants to draw a pancreas somewhere on the map and then i'll deal a detail card to lucy and a need card to sean so if Lucy reads a detail about the pancreas that helps us visualize what it's like. And then Sean reads a need um, in terms of what the pancreas needs to not be on strike anymore. We'll have an idea of what this this is like. So there is a prominent color here. What is it? Why is it so present? And that is toxins from the blood. So I'm guessing they're kind of building up um, 
yeah, in the, in the in the sort of strike scenario. So um, so I guess as a I I imagine them as a kind of like greenish, brackish color. Um, so I guess that would be that would be increasing. Yeah, I can imagine a sort of like green pool over the landscape. Yeah, like a, like a sort of like a toxic mist, perhaps. It's it's almost. I guess the pancreas is also related to like not being able to process sugars and stuff, right? Yeah, it can be involved in diabetic yeah, issues, insulin. right? Yeah, but you're. Uh, but so so, what does the pancreas think it needs in order to stop striking? There is a dispute over non-citizens in this satellite, which requires outside intervention. What is it? So yeah, non-citizens are like the non-human component of the body. So like Lucy's uh, Toxoplasma gondii, but they could also be other types of people like bacteria, fungus or something uh, that's uh, operating in the pancreas. Uh, yeah, what, what do we think? Well, I guess the one thing that I'm kind of imagining the pancreas being in this situation is that um, it's, it's, start, it's it, the world that I kind of read about what it's, it's, its function is, which I had no idea of before reading this, but um, it starts to feel a bit like a sort of nuclear power station for the city. Um, like, I guess you have you have the stomach where... I guess, you, yeah, the assumption is that you put things in the stomach and that sort of just becomes this great incinerator. But it feels like the pancreas is where you actually, you know, it, it, deal, it um, deals with the blood sugars, but also metabolism. So, and it has this rich blood supply. So I imagine that it might already sort of be going into shutdown with more disastrous effects than like just the stomach not churning. I guess it is the sort of the the, the, the city's main source of power. Um uh, and sort of feeds it feeds energy essentially to the rest of the circulatory system. I guess I guess to say that the the, the pancreas is on strike to, initially doesn't seem like that much of an issue, but actually the more that it kind of comes in, it feels like actually no, that's we're talking about nuclear meltdown essentially. I suppose it's a question of how that relates to these other systems. So if we're imagining it as kind of like nuclear meltdown and also kind of like an energy crisis, essentially that's happening here. Yeah, energy crisis is a good way of putting it. So could could we perhaps have it that um, in order order to make up the labour shortfall, the spermatozoa are allowed to, you know, know, as as, as you've defined them earlier, Matt, you know, they are sort of like the restless young explorers who don't have, who don't feel they are really, they have that frustration with the rest of the body over not being able to sort of like establish a kind of connection back with the city, you know? So maybe this is like, they say, okay, migrant labor is permanently uh banned from the pancreas and to make up a shortfall um, the spermatozoa are like granted the opportunity to labor in the labor in the atom mines uh deep within the city essentially you're suggesting yeah, they like scab okay. yeah. yes <laughs> yeah wait okay so so the people of the pancreas are on strike and you're suggesting to just kind of circumnavigate that uh, by just bringing in another workforce. Well, that's what I wonder. I wonder if it's not just a case of them being on strike as so much as the actual, you know, the actual crisis that they're facing in terms of the 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 this 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 the, the, the heart failing is essentially their reactor going into meltdown, um, which they might feel slightly uh, not really entirely sure how to stop. So maybe it's that the spermatozoa, if not. If not that they've gone on strike, but the sponsors are kind of coming in as reinforcements to um, see if they can fortify the system and help, you know, to, to, if there's a way to uh, overcome this lack of circulation that's so essential to the pancreas actually functioning properly. Is it more the case that they're kind of protesting unsafe working conditions then? I think. Right, yeah, 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 that's cool. Yeah. I mean, 
Because like the thing is like the need specifies like there is a dispute over non-citizens being present in this area. Like so, it does sound more to me like they're protesting the presence of like migrant labour almost in this district. You know, they want they. It could also be that the pancreas has like as default non-citizen labour working within it. They're in a difficult situation, and they're the ones that are protesting. That that would be a way of like. If we didn't want to become a fascist state in round in, two, in round like, two, <laughs> two rounds until we establish a fascist state, <laughs> I get this is the risk of the de- of destratification, right? You know, this is what can happen. Like, yeah, I'm just just putting it out there, just just in case. I just don't know if people want to listen to like four hours of us simulating fascism within the body <laughs> as a thing. That might that might be another way of reframing the issue. Yeah, I'm. I like the idea that it's basically in meltdown and things are so bad that there's not really a way of fixing them, at least uh, for the workers of the pancreas. And, and things are so bad that they're just saying that we're not going to do this anymore. Yeah. Matt, you've been a bit like dictionary corner in countdown for this session. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's just a bit insane how much comes up i'm, I'm it, it's it's just because it's so it's the the blessing and curse of wikipedia that it's so condensed all of these anatomical entries are just riveted with hyperlinks and the more you open the more you sort of feel slightly lost on a fantastic voyage yourself just trying to figure out how all of this stuff connects i mean but i know from what you're describing it seems to me like it's sort of um the immediate cause is the the heart stopping and creating kind of like uh problems with the overall functioning of the pancreas but um that is essentially functioning as like a trigger for a series of underlying causes which may have already been afflicting the pancreas which has sort of sent it into a worse meltdown than might otherwise have happened had it just been a matter of the heart yeah, yeah a lot a lot of underlying like tensions at all at all levels have started to break through in, in the context of this general crisis yeah Okay, so so just to wrap that up, because of the dry heart, things are not really moving around the body still, and the workers of the pancreas are really suffering from this. Toxicity is building up, um, there's an energy crisis, and they're refusing to work anymore in these conditions. Tensions are rising between different groups who, who operate in the pancreas. There's this cascade of social and material problems happening. Uh, a green mist to settle around the area, and perhaps this can even be seen from other parts of the city, perhaps other citizens... Um, in the city are starting to panic, starting to make connections between their upset routines, the messaging of the pineal gland, the green cloud over the pancreas, etc. Things are not looking very good. Um, so we're in our second crisis, which, which means we'll need to make two actions to, to solve this. Uh, so yeah, what do we think? Perhaps the first one could be solving some of the more short-term problems, like, yeah, like sending the spermatozoa up there to provide labour relief. Uh, and then... Um, the second action could be something more long-term that, that solves these structural issues. Um, yeah, what do we think? My kind of mental response jumps to maybe we can, uh, if the uh, restarting the heart or kind of re-stimulating the heart somehow is off limits, um, an alternative might be if we can maybe get the legs going or something or like some sort of muscular <laughs> activity that might at least stop pushing blood around enough to create like a kind of like standby mode function uh so what if we just like if the if some representative of the relay is able to um initiate some kind of spasming reaction in the legs 
But I, I don't know. That that's just a kind of tangent thought possibility. Mm. But I well, no, I just I think it's I think that just makes that yeah that makes sense because um, I suppose that the, the thing that is seems super important for in the my Wikipedia analysis is that the the, the pancreas is home to like some major arteries. Um, it's got a, it's got a really rich blood supply, and if that's and so if the pancreas fails and it is this uh, issue of there being like a lack of energy in the body, um, which like Lucy's saying about you know trying to kickstart some sort of legs or function, I imagine the tension comes from the fact that maybe that's something that that Lucy is kind of has a part in as as this outsider that nonetheless can like drive a certain fearlessness or or just you know a drive to 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 take risks. That seems like that's analogous to what the pancreas, the effect that the pancreas might have on the body more generally, um, as being that source of energy. Um, but that might, I imagine, make a lot of the rest of the body uncomfortable. That it is an outsider that's kind of driving, if not, if not the decision making, at least like uh, being an energy source. I think that I, I think that maybe that 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 blends in with kind of what we've already been saying. But I don't know if that works as a foundation for. Going yeah, forwards. that sort of makes sense to me. Um, is everyone on board with the f- broad fictional framing of what's happening? Yeah, it, it <laughs> a lot happening, but yeah, this is. Um, <laughs> I mean, life is complicated. The body is complicated. It's very complicated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, is there anything anyone wants to do? Play a card or t- do anything else before anyone tries to make a first action here? Um, yeah. So I guess this is kind of going back to our initial. The initial start of the crisis in that in the, what I was kind of saying before about the the spermatozoa maybe feeling slightly having this sort of crisis of of purpose maybe and seeing the ruin of the heart getting to explore the rest of the body and maybe feeling like the that the, their otherwise protective barrier is breaking down. Um, I saw I want I thought I'd, I'd play play this assembly card um, so that ev- now that they are free from the maestro the citizens. Um, formalize the space for themselves to meet and make decisions where is it um so i guess my initial interpretation of that was that the maybe that the the sperm so the the, the the whilst some have gone out to explore most are maybe trying to hunker down and try and reinforce themselves now that that barrier is broken down so i was going to sort of yeah that the, they would they would pick a new sort of assembly point within the 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 testes behind the blood testes barrier and um and 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 and, yeah make their own sort of small council there to uh debate what happens with the rest of the what's going on in the rest of the city um Hmm. which supposedly generates two new dice for my system um so i thought i'd play that now i like the idea of these uh teenage spermatozoa arranging themselves in this kind of like child court (laughs) yeah exactly a bit like sort of um what is it what's that the Oh, model UN. Kind of like model UN. I was thinking like the Lost Boys. <laughs> I really like Lucy's idea of trying to kickstart circulation using another part of the body. I think that's really interesting. Um, so we need to make two actions here. So there's something that needs to be done to deal with it in the short term, and then there's something to be done in the long term. Do we think the Gondiers plan is a short term plan or a long term plan? I think it's an extremely short-term solution. <laughs> By my own account. What if legs were heart? <laughs> what if you just kept running? 
<laughs> yeah, I am imagining some kind of like frog motion, you know, like or, 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 yeah, or squatting yeah. or something very like hundreds of times a minute. I was gonna suggest that was um like was a suggestion I was making to uh the pineal gland. But I mean my my other kind of like little thing I would maybe suggest would be I don't know, I could just in sync with that move, tell the striking workers that the heart is actually moving. Look. <laughs> you know, it's like I I have some powers of deception. Well, I mean, like my my thing is uh kind of mis misinformation or just kind of like massaging of information. So like yeah, I, th- I think you could just say propaganda. Like. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, thin doctrine propaganda. If that works within the things of the game, you do that back in like yeah, sure marginally increase the chances of success of this move. I like the idea of being to all these workers like, no, no, it's fine. Just leave the factory for a bit and then we'll just <laughs> switch it back on again. <laughs> so who who does it make sense to trigger this move? Yeah, un- un- under whom would uh, motor functions fall? It tends to be between like either the vestibular system um, which is the audit or maybe even something like the pituitary gland. I don't know. It's an interesting question. I, I I always tend to switch it up. I'm I'm happy to to um take the uh take the knock so to speak and uh, roll for this if 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 I could get another dice from someone just to, uh... I can give you a dice if it's my idea. All right, I'm going to uh would this be uh function dice as well? Yeah, your function's like regulation of some kind, right? Yes. Yeah. So I can save I've got three d six here again because I've got Lucy's dice. Uh, my function dice, and I'm sacrificing one of mine. I'll just delete that now before I forget. Right, so D3, D6 rather, times three, go. Okay, so using the networks of the pineal gland, uh, we're triggering some kind of automatic knee-jerk response in the legs. Uh, it's going to pump blood through through the circulatory system once more, and you've rolled a five, a three, and a two. Uh, okay, wow, so, so another uncomplicated success. Only just, though, this is very, very lucky. Um, okay, so Sean and Lucy, the pineal gland and the toxoplasma gondii, perhaps you can co-narrate what happens here as, as we manage to restore blood for a, for a beat or two. <laughs> I'm just literally <laughs> imagining flailing. Um, yes, that's in my, the thing is, in my head, it is actually still the spasmic corpse of President Kennedy. <laughs> so I <laughs> Yeah. Oh, dear. So I imagine like, him in the motorcade, just suddenly his legs start flailing around like a dead fly. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so and, and once again, across like all the electronic like billboards and television screens across the city, you know the the, the, the elders of the gland, uh, their third eyes visibly throbbing uh, with effort, are sort of like ensuring everybody <laughs> not to be alarmed by the sudden thrashing from the lower areas of the city. But everything is fine, and in fact, the heart is still working, and we're not all going to die, and the lights are staying on, and it's actually fine. <laughs> Okay, yeah, and so I, so I think for a brief moment, actually, uh, blood actually rushes through the heart again, and it's soaking some of the previously exposed areas. Probably there's quite a few citizens, the more intrepid citizens, who are getting washed away from this. Uh, some of the cargo boats are getting dislodged, that kind of thing. And Lucy, what are you saying to the people as the Gondii as, as this happens? Um, 
well, you know, another another effective solution from our kind of technocratically self-appointed um, benevolent leaders, the the gland, trust gland. <laughs> I predicted this, by the way, is how I predicted this. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So so we've managed to like get things moving again. So how do we solve this in the long term? We bought ourselves some time. Um, we have another action to try and resolve this. What's the effect of things moving again on people in the pancreas? Do they now think everything's just fine again? I imagine there's probably going to be a pervading unease. Um, but, like, they'll maybe keep going, but, like, there'll be a couple of, like, incredulous looks amongst the uh, I do have an idea, because I can still play a development card, can't I? Yes. So one of my cards is Scrappage. Uh, your citizens have dismantled the structural reminder of the maestro. What was it? And then goes on to say, if you can find a way of putting the components to use, generate two new dice for your system. For each system that takes inspiration from this, gain one trust. So what I'm trying to think of here is, is there some kind of like weird like maestro, like leg maestro legacy system, which we can like repurpose as the, like to like either repair the heart or to, come up with a permanent uh, solution which isn't president kennedy's desperately flailing legs um so uh so it would have to be some kind of like circulatory system or something so maybe the maestro had like some kind of like private like transportation system reserved for him and the elite or something that we can't like uh some kind of like hidden or not like hidden but like an executive um transport system around the city which we which the gland uh seizes and immediately starts to scrap for uh the vital components we need to get uh the flows moving again ah so you're saying just to like replace like or redivert the circulation through another yeah network. just to sort of like uh yeah that um i said that uh like, it would make sense like the moisture as the previous ruler would make sense they had like uh, a private that had their own way of getting around and can you know i'm suggesting that we 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 seize and repurpose that for the uh for the mm. good of the whole i mean in, i'm into that yeah yeah it's getting into it's kind of almost metaphysical territory uh and it means that we have to figure out what how does vital force or intellect travel around the city around the body yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna say pylons <laughs> uh. i mean i like the idea of like there are transmitters in the brain that have like electrical synapses to communicate between cells, right? So, so like as well as chemical communication, there's electric communication. So, so perhaps the maestro's transportation network was something to do with that, that like innate super super low electrical fields, and maybe we could repurpose that and use that to to keep the body moving instead. If we can find a way of amplifying those electrical charges and transmit them directly into the heart, to you know refire it then so you know so cr creating some kind of new connection like so like establish you know breaking those connections down as they are and re-establishing them so it is it is a pulse of energy which would have been going through the brain like the brain pulse down into the heart pulse is yeah i, I yeah i don't quite know how this would uh exactly operate but that's how, how i'm imagining it so like re-diverting all of that sort of the electrical activity in the brain into the heart and in so doing you know reasserting the medieval biocosmology right so like no all of us here goes in here yeah i mean i think the people in the heart want it to stay dry 
like I want it to continue being this architectural site and not just a pump. So yeah, perhaps if, if circulation becomes a lot less blood oriented and has a lot more going on synaptically, I think that's something that, that people in the heart would definitely be down for. Yeah. And as the pineal gland, after all, is the third eye, as it is the seat of the soul. I uh, I I I initially had to decide that I wasn't going to go into this, but I'm going to lean into it a little bit. As it is the you know, the Ajna chakra, the third eye chakra, you know, that maybe maybe what's actually like happening here is is we're repurposing these you know the synaptic connections that pre that the maestro previously used and the and the pineal glands access to the esoteric realm as it, you know being the inward the inner eye what i'm saying is this is orgone that we're bringing this is prana this is the odic force that we are now powering the body with so yeah if you want to vis- if you want to get a visual on this it's just like the the bottom right square of the galaxy brain meme but actually <laughs> <laughs> i am like definitely down for trying to like Finally making the switch to Orko. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so this result, obviously, um, instead of like the colour that dominates is no longer red, it is blue. It is the blue of Orgone uh, that, that, that we see like flowing through the city. Um, I feel like we're getting a lot of concepts that like may be very, very agreeable to me as the, the concept queen of... Um, of like misinformation, but it, <laughs> I think kind of the, the kind of placebo effect of this seeming like it's working will be as limited as what if legs were hard. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, placebo, nothing. <laughs> mm. I like the idea of well, <laughs> the galaxy. Like it really is a galaxy brain move to like be like, oh, you're on strike. We're just going to replace your entire system with this <laughs> metaphysical structure of limitless energy. <laughs> I mean, if everyone buys into it, like maybe. that seems like God mode attempt to get out of it. But yeah, okay. so yeah, the role could tell us. I guess the way this would work is that this move is that Sean would play his card the dismantling the maestro's tools card, then we would uh, roll an action to see if we could successfully switch over. And then we'd find out if this idea would even work. So that this costs me one dice, which I assume... It does. Yes. So is that the same as is, is that the same as a roll, or is it just like, I've lost the dice now? Yeah. So I've got one dice and one function dice left. So, uh, so I do think you get a dice back from from scrapping the maestro's uh, uh, stuff i do i get yes i do i get one dice back yes quite right so who who wants to actually make this move to try and port us over i feel like i suppose i could do it uh seeing as i have the knowledge of of the circulatory system and i'm essentially helping to make myself redundant if other people are more exhausted or have other proposals for instance matt and the spermatozoa you can build stuff right like in theory, do you help like install this this network? Yeah, I'm imagining that that will work. So in the in the blood testes barrier, it's 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 uh it's it's built up by these things called Sertoli cells, um, which kind of like a nurse cell that 
um, you know, they help with the production with our own sort of the production of sperm. But I imagine maybe that, yeah, maybe there's a, there's a way that the sperm in finding a new purpose for themselves start to share Sotoli cells around the body and share some of those resources that aren't really doing much for them right now in the in the testes. Cool. Do you want to lead the role then? Maybe. Sure. Yeah, that sounds okay. good. Um, how do I was just looking at how I do that actually. Yeah. Just say what you want to try and do, and then we'll all pitch in. And then if you're using your function dice, you get that for free. Okay. But I guess we have to decide how many dice we want to contribute. So I'll put, I'll one put in. in one. Yeah, I can help. <laughs> We're all putting a lot of faith in this. So like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if we put in four rolls. So you get an extra one because you're constructing, which is your function. Cool. So is that five rolls? Uh, yeah. Yeah, five. So just to frame this, narratively speaking, uh, the young, wayward adventurers of the spermatozoa are, are distributing themselves throughout the city um, via the, the still channels of the, of the blood and, and pouring all of their effort into building some kind of esoteric pylon system made out of the maestro's old equipment that connects all the way up to the pineal gland. Uh, and I'm thinking that perhaps their adventurous nature is is useful here they're climbing they're marching long distances um all to set up this this hopeful network and then we come to the fateful moment when when the system gets switched on i think a lot of citizens all over the city are looking up across the skyline uh probably as much in fear as in hope uh, as as they look at the green mist emitting from the from the pancreas uh where there's probably still a picket line all of those protesters it's probably raining there, green rain rolling down. And um, yeah, as the first fingers of blue organic energy start crackling down the new network. Um, let's see what happens. Uh, Matt, let's let's make the roll. Okay. Oh, what? You got... Wow, a massive success. Triple, quadruple, almost a full house of successful rolls. Oh, yeah. Three sixes, a five, and a one. So <laughs> no any failure at all. <laughs> all right, then. Wow. Wow. So, okay, so we have to we have to all narrate this together, right? Like, we all pitched in to install the network. Um, this is... This is, <laughs> this is huge. <laughs> <laughs> we have conquered death. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe you can start us off by saying what the spermatozoa have been doing, what's the outcome of this, and then maybe we can we can go through to everyone. Um. So I okay. Let me see. Sorry, I'm finding my Wikipedia tabs. <laughs> um. Okay. So yeah. So in the in the with the the blood testes barrier being all but useless since the heart stopped, um. The 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 spermatozoa have started to dismantle it and share some of their Sertoli um nurse cells. Um, with the other systems, um, I suppose that they take a bunch to the um, to the pancreas first, if that's maybe like this central crisis point, um, and maybe it's from there that the uh, the the, the, the cells are distributed out along the arteries um, of the pancreas to different areas that might need them. So for the the gondii, I'm wondering what this means because this probably was something you would have spread as an idea, but it does actually seem in this case to have worked and i wonder what the implication of that is for you um <laughs> my i think my role is just to kind of like 
celebrate another job well done. I do. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just kind of also taking a leaf out of Matt's book and like possibly reading up on more kind of uh, additional things. And yeah, it seems like continued ability to move around the body is in fact indicative of a compromised immune system. <laughs> so that is, um, this is also actually causing continuous like neurological damage. So I think I'm just kind of like, <laughs> my first thing to do would be like establishing what this means for like my actual levels of control, whether I have less um, less involvement in things or whether things that I had as my own kind of domains of power before have now become redundant. Well, I think, I think that the blood system is still around. You, it's still, you can just like, it's not moving. So you can still probably travel around it, but it's a, it's a still river at this point. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I can't like flow along with the current. So I think it makes sense if if the Orgon network isn't based on the current uh, maps and networks of the city that the heart has, i.e. The, the circulatory system, but some like much older model, like uh, like some old diagram that they find as a floor mosaic or something down in the in the submerged ruins of, of the heart. Yeah. So so maybe what happened is that like when that wave of blood uh, flooded through the heart, when we pumped the legs earlier, it it washed some citizens even further down into into new ruins uh, and when they were rescued they came back with these images of this different far older arrangement of of nodes in a network like like finding a map of ley lines or something um sean like is all going energy based on like chakra chakra points or something it, it, it'll, yes it'll be some um syncretic combination of various different uh uh yeah i, th- I think yeah it would be it would be through the uh yeah, no, yeah, it will go with that. Yeah, it, 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 it is distributed through the chakras and the uh, energetic connections betwixt. Okay, uh, it does look like, and and you know, as as it is as it is syncretizing, you sort of like a ch- the chakra system uh, from from the tantra, and also sort of like a Western conception of orgone. You know, I'm imagining it as kind of as a tree of life, cap- you know, a kabbalistic tree of life, kind of like a correspondence. It's sort of like extending through the body. As as for the pineal gland, uh, and again going to going to Wikipedia here, uh, the pineal gland is claimed, or this is a controversial claim, uh, to be the site of production for a um, for a substance called uh, pineline or pineline pineline, uh, which is a neurogenetic uh, substance. It 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 um produ- it produces um neurogenesis the creation of neurons so how i'm sort of interpreting this you know that uh, the pineal gland had to use their you know used this uh, uh this, this hormone as part of like the great sort of like reorientation of you know, the circulatory system uh coming out of sort of like brain you know sort of you know starting off with the original brain matter and sort of like reorganizing it to be this orgone circuit uh so i think what so i think was what this has resulted in is you know sort of like the concentration even more of like the of, of the body's like vital functions in the hands of uh the uh noble and ancient order of the gland um because now they have now they are sort of like the source of circulate like directly in their hands you know i'm almost imagining kind of like you know uh, uh the spice from dunes or like they 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 have ownership of production over the spice now you know because it all comes i imagine it all comes flowing in through the third eye right through through the activated uh, ajna chakra so that's and, and is distributed throughout the body so they are like they have like 
yes that's how how i'm imagining it they do have like absolute authority of life and death the whole system now this is a really fun game by the way <laughs> yeah great. you enjoy it yeah it's it's very hard yeah. to tell on when i play on zoom i can never tell if people uh like going with it or not but it was kind it, of intense at first it. i was like okay i'm gonna i gotta remember all this <laughs> i was like wait no this is this is fair yeah, heuristic it's uh interpretive and i'm very yeah. much like oh, this has been a really lovely old a really lovely uh afternoon yeah Fan- fantastic so so at the end of our second crisis and i think our first episode a miraculous shift has happened in the city Rather than addressing the structural issues of the pancreas, the city has advanced or perhaps reverted to a completely different model of sustenance. As all of the citizens across the city watch on in surprise, this tree-like network of blue energy courses through the skyline, borne on pylons built from Satoli nurse cells, casting everyone and everything in this hot blue light. And after this surge, it seems miraculously like infrastructure around the city begins to work again. Resources arrive, mechanisms are powered, communications are successfully transmitted, and citizens can travel via this radiant network of blue energy, all while the waterways of circulation remain still or dry or blocked by cargo ships. The four systems of the emancipation have delivered on something, But what will the consequences of this transformation of the city be for for its countless citizens? As the increasingly reckless-seeming citizens of the pineal gland look on in, in crazed shock at something they never thought they'd achieve, as the Toxoplasmagondii figure out how to spin these unexpected events, as the Spermatozoa revel in their newfound purpose and achievement within the city, and as the heart remains dry and now blissfully redundant, what will happen next in the city? You'll have to listen to episode two to find out. So thank you to Matt Colcahoon, to Lucy and Sean from Weird Signal. A big thanks to Rupert Residency in Vilnius, where I've been recording and editing this. Thank you to Fanfare in Amsterdam and MKG in Hamburg for hosting these episodes. A uh, big thank you to Percival Pembroke for providing the music for these episodes. You can find them on Bandcamp if you look for Percival Pembroke. And thanks to the Stimularings Funds for supporting the development of the Art of the Maestro project. Uh, And finally, thank you for listening, and I hope to see you on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for having us. Goodbye. This has been a blast. Thank you.